this is David Oram taking you around the world in two. England won the third test versus South Africa and took an unassailable 2-0 series lead. South Africa had to fly in wicketkeeper Dane Villas on the morning of the game as an emergency replacement for Quinton de Kock, who was freakishly injured, twisting a knee while out walking his girlfriend's tiny Jack Russell Terriers. The win was built upon a brilliant century by Joe Root and a burst of 6-for-17 by Stuart Broad to shoot South Africa out for 83 in their second innings. Broad also leapt to the top of the ICC's test bowling rankings. The defeat sees South Africa fall from the summit of the team rankings, with India bizarrely becoming the number one test side, with England in fifth place. This unsatisfactory outcome again highlights the flaws in the ICC rankings. Surely, if the world champions lose, the victor should take on the mantle, like in boxing. A better system would be a squash ladder, which, if in operation now, would currently see Pakistan top, England second, Australia third and India fourth. Sadly though, under both systems, West Indies remain 8th. The final test kicks off on Friday at Centurion, but spare a thought for Stephen Finn, who's flown home injured, and with a duck in England's total of 323, failed to register a run in the first innings for the 18th time in his 29 tests. Australia have gone 3-0 up with two to play in their ODI series with India completing successive chases around the 300 mark, despite Rohit Sharma hitting 171 not out and 124 in the first two games, and Virat Kohli 117 in the third. Did you know Australia have now won a record 17 home ODIs in a row, surpassing a winning streak of 16 enjoyed by West Indies between 1986 and 1990? The fourth ODI is tonight. Staying in Australia, the semi-finals of the Big Bash are on Thursday and Friday, with the Adelaide Strikers taking on Sydney Thunder and Perth Scorchers facing the Melbourne Stars. The Melbourne Renegades didn't qualify, despite Chris Gale equaling Yuvraj Singh's record of 50 off just 12 balls. Gale's blast, reading 2.6662666416. The Big Bash final is on Sunday. Elsewhere, Bangladesh beat Zimbabwe in the first two games of their four-match 2020 series, and New Zealand set a new 2020 international record partnership. Martin Guptill and Kane Williamson added 171 for the first wicket to give New Zealand a 10-wicket win over Pakistan in the second of their three-match series. Pakistan won the first by 16 runs, and the decider is on Friday. A few birthdays and anniversaries. Our featured birthday is a man who, according to ESPN Crick Info, today celebrates completion of his 103rd year. The website notes the birth in 1913 of Jonathan Bartholomew Rollox, better known as Toby Rollox, although Cricket Archive states his first name was Alwyn. What is agreed is that he played five times as an all-rounder for British Guiana from 1932 to 51, although he didn't play a single first-class match between January 1934 and February 1950. He moved into umpiring and stood in one test at Georgetown in 1953. Well, whatever his correct appellation, and wherever he is, we wish Mr Rollocks many felicitations. Other birthdays this week include the 48th tomorrow of Grenada's Junior Murray, West Indies wicketkeeper in 88 internationals from 1992 to 2002. Also tomorrow, Anguilla's Chesney Hughes is 25. He's been playing for Derbyshire in the county championship since 2010 and in 2013 he carried his bat for 270 not out versus Yorkshire. 
but managed only another 366 first-class runs in the rest of the season. Saturday sees the 27th birthday of Jamaica's Krumar Bonner, who appeared twice for West Indies in 2020 internationals. Saturday is also the 70th birthday of Pakistani pace bowler Asif Masood, who featured in 16 tests between 1969 and 1977. Tall, with long dark hair and a bushy moustache, his unusual run-up saw him begin with a leap backwards and a sideways turn before he began his loping approach. A movement John Arlott described as like seeing Groucho Marx chasing a pretty waitress. In later life, Asif settled in Lancashire and ran a post office. Monday is the 31st birthday of Trinidad and Tobago's Lendl Simmons, who's appeared 110 times for West Indies across the three formats and is just three short of 3,000 international runs. Monday also sees the anniversary of the 1915 birth of quick bowler John Trim, who played four tests for West Indies between 1948 and 1952. Other anniversaries this week include the 1911 birth tomorrow of Tobago's Cyril Merry, who played two tests versus England in 1933, and on Sunday the 1912 birth of Kenneth Bam Bam Weeks, who also played only two tests versus England, and made 137 in his last test innings. He didn't play again because that test was the last before the outbreak of World War II. Weeks, who is a cousin of Sir Everton, added 163 for the fifth wicket with Vic Stolmeyer, who made 96. The older brother of Jeff Stolmeyer, Vic shared the same birthday as Bam Bam, but in Vic's case, Sunday sees his centenary. January the 24th marks 100 years since his birth in 1916. That 96 was Stolmeyer's only test innings and leaves him with the fourth highest batting average in test history. Above him, uh, naturally, is Don Bradman with his incredible figure of 99.94, but did you know that third is a Sri Lankan? Navid Nawaz, who played one test versus Bangladesh in 2002 and scored 21 and 78 not out, averages 99. Top of the averages, of course, is Andy Gantome, who in 1948 scored 112 versus England at Port of Spain in his only test innings. He is also the ninth longest-lived test cricketer and is now the oldest ever living West Indies player, having last year passed Esmond Kentish, who was 94 years and 201 days when he passed in 2011. Andy Gantome celebrates his 95th birthday on Friday. Until next time, this has been Around the World in Two with David Oram.